go. Once again, back. It's the same food. Here to um, grace your ears with some more music that I like. This episode is called Journey to the Center of the Sky. Um, before I get into that, I just wanted to thank like a few folks that gave me feedback on the episode so far. Um, thank you. All feedback is helpful. I'm uh, trying my best to uh, figure this damn app out. It's pretty good, though. Um, just to make it um, sound better, I'm going to need a much better microphone, but I don't really have the ends to make that right now. But it's I, I will work on it. And the other part is to try and make it a little more me speaking heavy than just playing music that I like for you. And, uh, you know, just a shout out to the folks that helped out, my brother, Mel, Drunk Jim, you know, uh, moms, few other folks, uh, just, you know, appreciate it, helps out. Uh, I did get an email address for the uh, the pod, so that way it wasn't commingling with my personal email address, which I basically don't use at all, and there's about 10,000 emails in there. So don't really check it. It's for verifying stuff. And uh, anyway, so the uh, it's called anothergdpodcast at gmail.com. So if you have any, like, hate mail you want to throw my way or, you know, general questions or, you know, uh, tips on how to not groom yourself, I'm, I, you know, I got, I can, I'll check it at least weekly, I'm sure. It's probably going to be on the realms of how often I'm doing this, um, put a lot of work into this one uh, because ska music it means quite a lot to me um, I know it's generally hated it's like kind of it's 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 kind of like improv as is to stand up comedy nobody likes it or not a lot of people like it it's in it's a very minority crowd that digs on it, and I understand that, um, to a certain degree, it can be repetitive, but I like other stuff that's repetitive, too, like, there's some, like, uh, EDM that I like, you know, or, you know, there's, uh, thrash metal, or, uh, death metal, you know, stuff like that, it has a tendency to run along, or if you've ever listened to the Ramones, you know, I mean, they have a tendency to Songs kind of, they all kind of sound the same. But there is a, a width and a breadth to ska music. And I am by no means a musical historian. I only actually, really only got into it about 12 years ago. I'll get into that a little later. Um, and, uh, but from what I can gather... From what I've, I mean, what I've eked out, I haven't really read any books on it or anything like that, but 
I can kind of, well, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it comes pretty much from Jamaica. I mean, pretty much from the dance hall music that they had there in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And the dance hall music being just music that people can jam out to, like, kind of like a, um, like the next progression from big band music. And, um, but also you see some influence from, like, oompa music or polka music from, you know, Europe and whatnot in a, in a way that it, it, it unfolds. And then as you get down the line, as it gets, goes from like the early 60s and then on into the 70s, there kind of breaks off a little bit and goes into reggae. Now the difference between, and then I'm not even going to get into Rocksteady because I'm, and you know, if you're a fan or a historian or something, feel free to correct me, you know, because I'm just, this is based on just things that I've learned through the internet, so it could all be a bunch of little squanch, but um, that, you know, it kind of went, reggae went off into this way, and Scott just kind of kept being the same, and a lot of this I gleaned from, like, watching Bob Marley documentaries, because he started out in a ska band with, uh, you know, the Whalers. They were essentially ska, as was uh, Lee Scratch Perry, who were all both like huge reggae like masters and and I think the reason why is because he wanted to make something a little more religious a little more uh soul and a little bit more um you know uh oriented towards dealing with social causes whereas ska is just more of kind of celebratory music it's something you listen to when you get drunk it's just it's great for dancing, you know, which, I mean, you can dance to reggae, too. Don't get me wrong, but there's just something about it. It's got, you know, it's like, it's kind of like happy music. And sometimes the dividing line between ska and reggae can be very scant, almost blurred into a certain point, where it's just, it's almost like the rhythm structure in the song, you know, whereas... Ska kind of goes nt, 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 almost like, you know, dance music. Whereas, you know, reggae has got kind of a slide in the middle of it. It goes like, you know, bump a dup a bump, you know. And so I know this is probably if you have any kind of musical training or know anything about the history of it, you're probably cringing and whinging. But um, that's at least how that's my dividing line and by my ear. But uh, this is more of just, uh, it's a love letter from me to Ska for, you know, thanking all of the artists who do it and providing me with just, I mean, I still listen to it daily. I mean, well, maybe not daily, but, you know, it's in the cycle of the stuff that I listen to. And, uh, you know, sometimes you don't feel like it, but more often than not, I do feel like it. And it's just good for everything, you know, if you're cooking, if you're working on a project, you're playing video games, it's just great stuff to just kind of glaze out to, or if it gets your your your, boot, your shoulders shaking, if it gets your booty rump moving, then uh, roll with that.
Now, when I first found Ska, I was very young. I'm not as, quite as grisly old as I am now. But uh, I think it was probably right in there around. I don't know, I'd had to been like 16 or 17. And um, I liked uh, the alternative music at the time. It was kind of difficult to get good music living in a rural area. So you kind of, you know, I was big into punk rock and metal and all that stuff. And uh, also some of the alternative stuff that you could see on MTV on 120 Minutes. And there's this band that came out called the Mighty Mighty Bostones. And while they are a ska band, but they were kind of called more of a genre called ska core. So it was almost kind of like rock and ska pushed in together. And also being from New Hampshire, you know, and Boston being the nearest mega city, I kind of was like, all right, I kind of like this. And I got into it, you know. So here's that. too much but a couple years after that a couple three four um well maybe more like two i was introduced to this band by a friend of mine and um i really liked them and again it's still more of that raw edge type stuff that we're just barely getting exposed to here or at least i was because you know i lived 
he had one record store and you kind of find what you could find but uh, I got clued into this <laughs> that's Op Ivy or Operation Ivy for those aren't who aren't in the new <laughs> um, but uh, yeah they came out right around the time I graduated or maybe a year or so after 92 1992 yes I'm that old um, and uh, but then at that point for whatever reason uh, man ska music just kind of exploded over the whole thing. It was kind of the pre-grunge stuff, or no, it was post-grunge stuff. It kind of, <clears throat> the grunge kind of faded, and then uh, in its place, there's kind of revival of, you know, rockabilly, and not a revival. I mean, that's always kind of been a standard, but because of like swing music and all this other stuff, and there was, it was just kind of like, it happened to be the flavor of the month for everybody. And that kind of put me off. Oh, yeah. Operation Ivy, by the way, ended up becoming Rancid with maybe a few different members. But, yeah, Rancid, they got real popular, no doubt became popular. And my immediate reaction as a youngin is, like, it becomes popular. I'm dropping it like a wet turd. You know, just I don't want nothing to do with it anymore. You know, I'm just like, nah, fuck it. You know, everybody in his... Dumb teeny bopper sisters listening to this shit, and I'm like, I it was good for a bit, you know. I guess that was like hipster before it was cool, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, there was still some good stuff then and around about then that wasn't quite uh, as pop or general consumption as that. And here's one of them. Yeah. 
record store You're gonna give them all your money Radio plays what they want you to hear So it's cool, I just don't believe it Sell out with me, oh yeah Sell out with me tonight Record companies only give me lots of money And everything's gonna be So we fast forward a few years, moving on, doing shit, not really, just, you know, listening to all the stuff I normally do, punk rock, metal, various thises and thats of what's popular at the time, whenever it was, in the mid-90s, mid to late, somewhere in there, I'm not really sure, uh, but at one point, I bought a... Uh, Specials album, because uh, I'd heard they're really good, and that's of course like the wave that hit in England like ten years before hit us in the states, kind of thing, or you know, and they were quite popular there. I think I, I, I don't know how I came by them exactly, but I bought the tape, and man, I fucking dug the shit out of it. So here's one of theirs. Snow is falling all around 
was some kind of a A total Okay, that was more really of a reggae song, so, but it's it's one of my favorite special songs, uh, and you know they're not necessarily all having to be the same. You know, it's just it's kind of a it's a thing. You know, it's a it's a you know it's a it's a it's a doodad. So there you go. But then I found this other band. Much later, much later, like maybe, I don't know, two years ago. It's a little out of the timeline of the thing, but somebody did a really great cover of a special song.
1.8 brass band from New Orleans. And um, I think I found them after watching Chef, the movie, where they had a really great rendition of Marvin Gaye's Sexual Healing. And I looked them up, and I'm like, oh, shit, they got a, sitting, they got a specials cover. That's fantastic. But uh, it, I'm, I'm not going to play many more uh, from the second wave of where the, the specials hail from. But honorable mention definitely goes to Madness and uh, Bad Manners. And I'm sure I'm leaving out a shit ton of them. But uh, I, I also made a, um, a uh, Spotify playlist to complement this, and it, I'm, I'm topping out at about, I don't know, like uh, 73 songs for three, hour, three and a half hours of music. So I included not everything, because then it'd be like two days of listening, but I included a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about and a whole lot more that I'm probably not going to get to. Okay, smash cut to a few years after getting the specials tape. I am DJ. Yes, that's right. Your humble narrator used to DJ with turntables and a mixer and all that. Mostly hip-hop, though, because I was also in deep dive into old-school hip-hop, or not even really that old-school. It was mostly just 90s and late 80s stuff. I Still, I'm going to have to do an episode about that, but... uh you know, don't want to work myself out of a job, so, but yeah, I was a DJ, and I also liked to, like, I had a, I had a couple boxes of vinyl, mostly like, you know, battle records, and doubles of all the music I liked, because it was also pre-internet, so you had to go and search out all the vinyl, and of course, living here, it's difficult to get your hands on that stuff, I mean, there's a few places, and I'd hit them up quite frequently, but, and then it's the matter of, that shit was costing me a ton, and I didn't have a lot of expendable income, plus after buying the equipment and all that stuff. So it's mainly just an amateurish hobby, a lot like my podcasting. There's not a whole lot of thought into it. But uh, along with my uh, Where the Meat Men album, which is awesome, and uh, a few other punk albums that I got, I managed to get my hands on a few other albums that I didn't really know about. And one of them was uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers album from way back in the mid-60s when Bob Marley was nothing but like a kid. You know, he was like 16 or 17, and they were playing ska music. They were. It was just the time. It was before they had the revelation to go and do like massive reggae hits and all that other stuff. And so I'd found an album that had like all of that were good, you know, there are a few slow songs, but most of them are quite fantastic, and here's one right shell.
right? So that was around, I don't know, early 2000. And still not really mega huge into ska at that point. And um, then you smash cut 10 more years on top of that. Just working, listening to the same old crap, you know, maybe find some new stuff, new metal, new punk, old punk, old soul, old R&B. You know, just, I like, I like a lot of music. And then come to be around, I don't know, the late knots, I, I finally realized, you know, and plus I also, my DJing gear went all over the place. Like I sold my mixer, my damn stacks are up in Minnesota somewhere, went off with somebody's ex-girlfriend. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of gave up on the DJing gig because, to be honest, I didn't really have the manual dexterity to scratch. And, I mean, I could beat juggle and all that. And Oh, and uh, probably not wondering, but my DJ name was Ugly, like Bruce Lee. But anyway, that's, uh, you know, another discussion or probably not discuss that again. But um, so I got into the YouTube things because you can just play you can think of it you can play it and to me it was just revolutionary I could just you know I can play whatever I want and you know one song at a time of course then you had well back when I was DJing you could download stuff off of Napster or I forget what the other one was called Frogster or Butster or Bunster or Shitquamp I don't know but uh, later on, when I was uh, goofing around, I just I would go on deep dives and just kind of find all this stuff. And this is kind of where, it's not where the journey ends, but it's kind of where it just becomes me just finding stuff and listening to the hell out of it. And, you know, I've got a Pandora station that I listen to that I, you know, I fine-tuned it like, 10, 12 years ago, and I still listen to it, even with the commercials, but I just found so much stuff, you know, compilation albums on YouTube, all sorts of stuff, but I found my main man, and you heard him at the top of the show, old Toots and the Maytals, man, that dude can sing, and their music's always spit spot, and I just love him to death, you know, and... He sometimes swerves over that line of, from, from, uh, ska music into reggae. In fact, the next song I'm going to play for you, it's actually called Do the Reggae, but it's not. <laughs> it's ska music, but he has some of the best ones. And here's one of the one, the second one I'll play for you. I'm just going to keep it to two out of keeping this under a two-hour podcast. Come on. 
there's a couple songs that were done by ska bands. They got repurposed. And, uh, not in a bad way. Nothing like that. Just, uh, people might not know that they came from earlier groups or it was a cover. I hear Dan.
stop your running about. It's time you straighten right out. Stop your running around, making trouble in the town. Ah, Rudy, a message to you, Rudy, a message to you. You're growing older each day. You want to think of your future. Or you might wind up in jail. Then you will suffer. Ah, Rudy. A message to you, Rudy. A message to you. Stop your running about. It's time you straighten right out. Stop your running around, making trouble in the town. Ah, Rudy, a message to you, Rudy, a message to you. there's plenty of them that uh, rehash some stuff from before you know they didn't always make the original there's a lot of problems like uh, take Ru Dave Brubeck's um, take five which is pretty famous you know well there was about I don't know I must have found like four different ska bands that did their own version there's one called uh, the Russians Are Coming by Val Bennett, and then I found another couple other bands that did it. But here's one that's a good cover of uh, some music you might have heard before. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, thank you for taking this journey with me. It was, uh, I put more work into this than I have pretty much any of the ones that I've done. Except for maybe the fourth. I mean, well, I, I put work into that a little bit. But the other ones are usually I just write down a playlist out of my head and then just kind of wing it. And usually I'm drunk, so that helps out a lot. But uh, not now. Taking a little break. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll post the uh, companion Spotify list in the description. And it'll I'll probably... Uh, pin a tweet on Twitter, and you can find me at Fence, it's F-E-N-C-3, and, you know, my name's Stankwood on there, my actual name is Max, um, and I got the, uh, the email address all set up now, and it's another GD podcast, um, I think there, I started putting, um, Anchor ads in front of everything because I was just trying out their whole like thing about you know monetizing it, but I probably shouldn't do that because I'm playing music that I don't have license to. So I I don't know I'm not sure how that works. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll be churning out another one here eventually, and uh, be safe and you know just uh, enjoy yourself. It's good to be wise when you're young Cause you can only be young but for once Enjoy yourself and have lots of fun Serve God and live my friend and it will never done Enjoy yourself, it's later than you think, enjoy.